Hello, my name is Reverend Casey Carbone, and you're listening to a sermon provided by the First Presbyterian Church of Mayopac. We are currently worshiping on Sundays at 10 a.m., both on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. We hope that this message provides you with a source of encouragement and allows you to grow more deeply in your faith as we all continue to seek to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. Our second scripture lesson comes to us from Mark's Gospel. Mark chapter 1, verse 29 to 39. I encourage you, if you have a Bible nearby, to open it up. But if not, that is okay. You can follow along with us on the screen. It's just, it's good to get into the habit of opening a Bible and practicing finding different passages. But if not, that's okay. You can follow along with us on the screen. So let us join together in this reading from Mark chapter 1, verse 29 to 39. As soon as they left the synagogue, they entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Now Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and they began, and they told him about her at once. He came and took her by the hand and lifted her up. Then the fever left her, and she began to serve them. That evening at sunset, they brought him all who were sick or possessed with demons, and the whole city was gathered around the door. And he cured many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons. And he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. In the morning, while it was still dark, he got up and went out to a deserted place. And there he prayed. And Simon and his companions hunted for him, When they found him, they said to him, Everyone is searching for you. He answered, Let us go down. Let us go on to the neighboring towns, so that I may proclaim the message there also, for that is what I came to do. And he went through Galilee, proclaiming the message in their synagogues and casting out demons. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Do you hear that? I don't know if my mic can pick it up, but there's wind. There's wind blowing through the trees right now. And off in the distance, you can hear a bird chirping. If you listen closely enough, you can hear the wind rustling the brush that's around me. Last week, we heard Jesus embark on one of his first acts during his earthly ministry, which was the expulsion of a demon. This week, we we get a little bit of that as well. But there's also focus on Jesus acting as a healer. Doing, honestly, quite a lot of healing. I, I know that Jesus is the son of God and all, but I think still as someone who is fully God, fully human, Jesus must have felt a little worn out. 
the hustle and bustle, the crowds who were around him. He had to get away. And so he did. So in the midst of acts of healing and acts of casting out demons, Jesus wakes up early one morning and goes to a deserted place. What is your deserted place? What is your deserted place? Where is the place you go when you need healing, when you need rest? What is your deserted place? I think it's important that we all have a place like that. That we all have somewhere we can go. It doesn't have to be a two hour car ride away, but it has to be intentional. Jesus was intentional about going away to his deserted place. So again, what is that place for you? What is your deserted place? I don't, I don't think I could have asked for a better deserted place, quite honestly. I don't think I could have asked for a better place. If you see now, as the camera zooms out, you can get a better sense for what I consider to be one of my deserted places. It's a sacred space. A sacred space. A place that's set apart from the rest of the hustle and bustle of life. Just just look out there. Look out there for a moment. For me, this is what evokes what it means, or for me, this is what evokes a place of of healing, a place where I can get away. If you were to look out here, what would this be for you? I talk about deserted places this morning. Because looking back, looking back over the events of this past year, I don't know how successful we've been at really setting time apart for us to heal. We've kept going, we've kept pushing, we've kept just going. Yeah, we were home. Yeah, we were home. We could do the work that we needed to if our work allowed us to. But 
But if you were to look back, did you ever take time to go to a deserted place? If I'm going to answer that question, I'm, I'm going to say that I have been terrible about being intentional with my deserted place. I check my emails. I pull out my phone. I habitually refresh it. I'll check if I have any work-related calls. That's not really going to my deserted place. The same, of course, is true for those of you who are thinking the same thing. Going to your deserted place doesn't mean you're still occupying that time with busyness. With things that don't allow you to rest. Things that don't allow you to heal. I think we all need a little bit of time to get away, to be able to look out on a landscape like this, to be able to do something, even if it's at home, that's set apart, that's purposeful, that deserted place. What Now, why, why do I talk about a deserted place? Why am I talking about a deserted place in the sense of rest in terms of getting away. Because as I said before, I don't think we've done a great job at doing that. I think we've just kept winding the spring that pushes us forward over and over and over again to I think now we are almost at a breaking point. I know you've heard me talk about it before, and I know it's not a common occurrence, so for me, it, it is repeating. But I, I've seen this in our culture, in our town. You know that intersection that's right outside the church? It's a, a, it's a busy intersection. But you know, yesterday, I, I was working, I was trying to write out some thoughts for, for today. And I heard a, a, a loud yelling coming from outside. And for some reason, I guess, drivers got into a little bit of a, an argument about the road. And I don't know how bad it was, but apparently it pushed one person to the point where they got out of their car, still with traffic behind them, to get around and yell, at the other person through their window. What drives someone to do that? What pushes someone to that point where they let everything out? Now, I, I don't know the root cause for this person's actions, and, and I wouldn't want to pretend that I knew what was going on. But I think it's a perfect example for us as we consider our deserted place, the place where we can go get away and rest. 
What is that for you? Again. I, I asked this question about a deserted place because even Jesus knew he needed rest. Jesus knew he needed rest and that Jesus could not do everything. Right? Jesus had to keep moving to the next town, the next town. And imagine how many people were still left behind who weren't healed, didn't have unclean spirits cast out from them. There was too much work that needed to be done. And Jesus knew that. Jesus knew that it was just not possible to do everything, to be everything to everyone. And so he went out. He went out to his deserted place to rest. I want us to really think about that again. I want you to think about that throughout the course of this upcoming week. As you look out here, Because that is something that will sustain us. Something that will nurture us. Jesus knew the value of rest. The question is, do we know the value of rest? Do we know the value of a good nap? Do we know when we need to throw in the towel and just say, I need a break? I hope we do. I really do. So as we end our reflection here this morning, I'm just going to open it up for you one more time to take in a view that is close to my heart. Now that you can enjoy it as we continue in our worship of God. Thanks again for listening, and we will hold you in prayer as we head into a new week. If you'd like to learn more about our church and ministry, or if you'd like to learn how you can support us, you can visit our website at mayopacchurch.org. Until next week, God bless.